Hello and welcome to the Wellness Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Taff, and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Megan Williams. Megan is a former Irish and Leinster rugby player, fitness trainer, and founder of Move Energize Glow. In this episode, we are talking all things finding your authentic self. Megan opens up about her transition from being a professional athlete to having her first baby, the struggles for women when we have to transition from who we were before into really a new person and a new version of our lives and talking about self-care and just looking after ourselves. And I know that there's going to be so much in this episode that you will relate to and I think that's the beauty of having the chats and opening up and sharing our stories so if you enjoy please do let me know and I want to say a thank you to you for listening to all of the other episodes for your feedback um yeah I think this is one of my favorite parts of the wellness nurse but anyway I'm going to stop talking and let's get into the episode so Megan welcome to the podcast do you, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself yeah. uh, before we get started? Uh, thanks so much for having me on, Robin. Like, you've had some wonderful guests on this show, pod, on your podcasts. You know, people who've actually inspired me over the last number of years to my own fitness journey, my own pregnancy journey. Um, so I'm really grateful to be on, on your show today. Thanks for having me on. I feel like the universe brought us together for a reason. I don't yeah. know about you, but I feel like, you know, everything does happen for a reason and... If it wasn't for me being in the place that I am now, I wouldn't have gone to that woman's open circle in Port Manic Beach and met, you know, a wonderful group of women who were there, you know, openly for me to share and have that experience with you. And I'm just incredibly grateful that I can come onto your show. And this is the first time I've really opened up um, about, you know, my journey, about becoming a mother, you know, about leaving my sport and, um it's a good opportunity to kind of share snippets of of my experience and hopefully be vulnerable like I said um I'm removing that fear I'm removing that doubt today as much as I can to be as open as I can um but yeah it's great to be on the show um I love it thank you so so much and yeah for everyone listening we um so Lorraine who I've had on the podcast previously um who holds the women's circle on Port Marnock Beach myself and Megan met at the women's circle and then it felt so right um Megan has so many insights and I know that there's a you're going to take a lot from our conversation and we were just saying that I think the best podcasts are the ones where it just feels like the people you're listening to are just having a coffee in the chats and you get to kind of listen into what they're talking about um so we're going to talk a bit about a few different important areas, especially for women, I think. And one of the first things I wanted to ask you about is you, re- rewinding, you moved to Ireland um, to play rugby for Leinster. And I would love to just hear a bit about that and especially like your relationship with exercise and it was it was such a big part of who who you are and I know it still is but just to maybe rewind a bit and just tell everyone a bit about where it started for you yeah like going back to that kind of first question Robin where you asked me you know a little bit about myself and I suppose that's I'm going to touch on a bit a bit about my background and it's funny because 
when you asked me that I felt a rush of like I was a bit like overwhelmed with what to say of who who am who is Megan um mm. I like to say like in my previous life I don't know whether to use that phase anymore because in my previous life I was a high training athlete playing for Ireland and Leinster um I had a small business that was growing um you know I was living a very carefree um life before I became a mother mm. and um so I say in my previous life but I want to take away that phase and be like no do you know what I am still that person I am still that young girl that moved to Ireland 10 years oh my god almost 10 years ago now which is <laughs> scary thought you know I was <laughs> so young and you know intuitive and I had this amazing opportunity to move to Ireland um on a sports scholarship and this was with a program with the Irish Women's Seven Squad this was really new to Ireland at the time um I was one of the first athletes in Ireland as a woman to get a a, a contract to play professionally um there was only me and four other girls at the time so I'm incredibly grateful for the RFU and experiences and the opportunities that that they gave me and trusted in me because I'm originally from England um and you know what like I I lived a very different lifestyle before I became an athlete I was traveling the world I was um a um I was working for first choice holiday reps you know I was living that carefree kind of style lifestyle and you know that's still a huge part of me um, and I'd always be fond of the memories because you are, you're young and you have fun. Um, but then when I got the chance to come to, to Ireland to play rugby, I never thought in my wildest dreams that I could play at the level that I have done um, mm-hmm. and be the fittest and strongest physically and mentally that I could be. Um, so, yeah, I guess when you asked me, like, I used to thrive off telling people who it who I was and I had a lot of confidence mm-hmm. in saying this is what I do this is where I'm at whereas now right now this is still really raw for me to be able to say because I don't know who I am after having the, having my baby boy now it's mm-hmm. two and a half years on and I'm still struggling I know other mothers might be feeling the same and it takes a long time to really connect with yourself and find your true authentic self and I'm on that journey right now um Rugby was a big part of that. And I feel like it's why I'm not as confident at saying what I do now is because I feel like that part of my life is gone. But it's not. It's still there. I'm still that person. I just, she's just, I'm getting little pieces of puzzles and putting her back together and finding her and finding her voice again. Um, and I want to share that, you know, with with other people, other mothers, other athletes. Um, and yeah and a a big part of what you I know you love to talk about as well is the the benefits of your exercise and training for mental health aside from just physical health and um we're going to talk more about your um your journey I suppose when transitioning from that that being an athlete to now being a mom of a gorgeous boy and I, I have heard that it's almost like you kind of go into a bit of mourning for who you were before because your your everything changes and that's such a big such a massive adjustment and it's so natural to miss the life you had before that 
and even from my friends who have had kids and people on the podcast who I've spoken to I nearly when I hopefully have kids one day will (laughs) will be expecting that kind of morning of my life now versus when when I do have kids and but I know that a big passion for you as well is speaking to women with and without kids just about the benefits of your exercise for mental health and I suppose so my relationship with exercise right I have been training for years but when I was younger it was very much like only for how my body looked I didn't really do for any other reason it was just to make sure that I felt like I was doing enough to to keep a certain body size and and underneath that pressure whereas now my exercise and my training is really my for my mental health it has completely changed and evolved over the years and I know that um from a sporting background your relationship has probably evolved with training as well from obviously when you were a professional athlete to now you you are so passionate about exercise and you teach a lot of women about exercising but would you mind telling us a bit about how it has evolved for you yeah it's it's such a huge journey as women what we go through you know we everyone puts a lot of emphasis um on your our external outlook and what we look on the outer world and um I think I fell into that trap as well like for years um it's only really most recently um over the last couple of years that I've really been focusing on my inner world more so than what I look like on the outer world because if I'm not a good if I don't look good on the inside I will not look good or feel good to anybody especially myself on the outside and mm. my my body has changed drastically over the years um from being a young woman you know to um living a carefree lifestyle and then going to be an elite athlete I I physically was the strongest I've ever been and I went into motherhood at the end of 2019 just before COVID hit and I was still playing rugby at the highest level I could so I was I was very I was I was strong and fit and I really felt physically prepared for pregnancy um, which is not always the the case for a lot of women, and that's okay. You know, I think you can you can start training at any point um, that you feel ready to do so. Um, and I think exercise has been such a huge tool for me um, mentally, and I've implemented so many strategies and changes into my lifestyle that includes exercise because it makes me feel so good and it feel it makes me feel like the best person the best version of me um and I suppose when I was at my you know when you're at your highest level of feeling so good and your confidence is thriving people are surrounded you're surrounded by really fun positive energy you know it's really easy to exercise if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and to be like oh I really want to get up out of bed and do a training session today and I feel really good for it and and put those strategies like those you know like getting up earlier in the morning out of bed you know before the house wakes up giving yourself the extra hour to like have your morning coffee maybe do a little workout or a little stretch and but when you're feeling at your complete lowest and exercise is such a huge part of my 
my life and when I didn't want to exercise and train and I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning and that was that was a trigger that was like something's not right here and it's so hard to abide by those strategies and those rules that you you have for your life to exercise because you're not in a good place um but it's okay to feel that way and to be in a bad place and I think you learn through what you go through yeah yeah and that was one thing um that I wanted to ask you about because I did read the um Instagram post that you shared most recently and for everyone listening it was very much opening up and letting yourself be vulnerable in talking about your experience with depression and just feeling like you don't really know who you are and and trying to navigate that huge transition from how your life is before versus afterwards and I know I remember we were chatting on the beach that day and you said that it resonated with so many women and I I can see why because it, it, it is something that so many women experience but it's it's that vulnerability that fear that stops us from almost because can't it sometimes feel like you're you're almost being weak if you share that everything isn't great and everything isn't going really well and I should have my shit together all the time and it, that's how we, we feel we should carry ourselves and if there's anything going wrong it's like oh no let's just put my best face my best life up on Instagram and keep the show going and I'll just navigate this on my own but I think that when when you open up and when you share things like that you you really see how many people are with you and how many people know how you're feeling um if you're comfortable would you mind sharing us a bit about your experience and a bit behind that post um yeah definitely Robin like I think it's great that you know it took a lot of I I spoke about so the reason why the post came about um you know for those that have known me I've always shared a lot of in, on on Instagram I've really been um big on sharing my lifestyle um you know training videos and then when I got to a really dark place um where the depression hit like you you don't want to share you don't want to share mm. anything about yourself or like you said open up a door where people might think that you're weak and that fear was holding me back so much because I would think that people thought that I was that I was weak and not a good mother like that's it's mm. crazy to think about that like like I know I'm a good mother like and I've and I'll never doubt that ever again um and I suppose when a friend of mine he actually so it all kind of the, the defining moment for me Robin actually was when I turned 30 so I turned 30 my little boy just turned one I just got engaged to my long-term partner. We were building a, a a house, an extension on the house. I got a new car. Like I had all this material stuff on the outside that I was sharing. And it looked great, like you said on Instagram. It looked amazing. And it is amazing. And like, but what I was losing was that, which I look back on now, is I wasn't grateful for any of that. And I preached all this stuff um you know you should write your gratitude list do your journal and I I have implemented these strategies into my lifestyle for a number of years but like the last the last year or so I haven't done so and um I it was only when I realized god I'm not grateful for what I have and I'm not 
you know, I, I really need to, to dig in my inner self. And so I shut down social media and really worked on myself behind closed doors when I knew it wasn't right. Um, hmm. And I think we talk about being a mother, like you said, um, is a huge identity shift. Like, But instead, like I've started calling it a center of gravity shift rather than a, an identity shift because I suppose, you know, being vulnerable is, it's not about winning or losing. It's about giving yourself the courage to show up every day for yourself your family your friends and I had to realize that being vulnerable online was the first step for me to be my true authentic self and I realized that vulnerability isn't weakness it's actually our greatest strength our greatest courage and I had to dig in and have the courage to you know be myself again I I I was going to say though I would imagine and I know that when you feel really low and when you're experiencing depression and when you're really not feeling yourself that it is quite hard to find appreciation and 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 a positive outlook on things that are going on in your life like it's like this big dark cloud that you just can't break through um because uh, like I'm sure for some of you guys listening you have experienced that as well that there's just some days where things feel really really hard and there could be stuff lining up around you that from the outside people are like oh my god that life looks incredible she has everything everything's going well she's gorgeous baby she's getting married she has a home but that stuff doesn't really matter at that time because it's it's how you're feeling and when you're when you are are struggling you can't find it like you can't find that appreciation you can't find that gratitude and I suppose to not be too hard on yourself that you don't appreciate those things because you just have to do your best to get through each day and to like you said you've you've been on a journey from then to try and start looking after you on the inside and looking after Megan and giving her what she needs which I imagine is really hard especially when you have a baby because your your everything has to be for him because he he literally needs you for everything and you're also adjusting to this massive life transition and all of this stuff around you and it I would imagine it feels like you're nearly drowning and you're just like oh my god who am I what am I doing this is just like like I nearly imagine like I love you said there about like your center of gravity shift it's kind of like you probably felt really grounded and you knew who you were and then it's almost like your roots are up and you're just kind of floating and you're like okay like who am I what am I doing I have never felt this before like that's hard that is a hard thing to adjust to and to find your way in um so to you and everybody listening to just give yourself a bit of credit for for doing what you're doing because it is it's I think one of the the hardest thing that women experience you know oh massively Robin and I think you're dead right in saying that you know, actually don't be too hard on yourself. Like I said yeah. earlier, like you, you grow through what you go through. This experience has taught me so much 
and showed me how much strength that I have and what other mothers have. Like you have inside you this strength that you just didn't know possible. Like you, for one, you you birth a human. Like and two, you know, if I mean when I was when I had Anthony, we were going through a pandemic. You know, so everything was amplified. Like the it was crazy. Like I mean, I don't think I would have experienced. Like I didn't act, see everyone gets um depression, postnatal depression really differently like sometimes it can come on really really soon after having birth but you know what my um postnatal depression didn't come off till uh, like a year later mm-hmm. until like I was still doing those same things and I still wasn't like getting I had no I had no ambition or drive um because I wasn't sure what it was that I that I wanted to do and I touched on you know like loneliness during that period of time of your life when you've just had a baby and that's Mm. and that's the biggest um that was the biggest thing for me was that loneliness like often having a baby it's not having the baby that's hard it's the lack of support you have it's the social isolation it's the sleep deprived I can't even say that word sleep sleep deprivation sleep deprivation that you have (laughs) geez, I need more sleep myself now. And it's the pressure that we put on ourselves, the society puts on us to bounce back, Mm. you know? And it is, it's these perfect Instagram feeds. That's not real, like, like the loneliness that I had was the biggest factor of me just feeling as low and depressed as I did. And there needs to be more support out there for women to, to, um, to get to get past that or to connect and I think there is actually like there's a lot and I want to be able to, sh- to share more groups and more um like yourself and like the, the women's circle that I went to in Portland Minot Beach yeah god if, if, if someone if you went there once a week or you know every couple of weeks it's a huge um push like to be able to be part of a community and that's where um, a community that I had before obviously having Anthony was the Move Energize Glow community, which has taken a little backseat over the last two years. And I'm like, wait, that's okay. But I'm so ready for bringing that back because it's needed in the community. Yeah. Like I need it. Yeah. And your, but your experience as well will only strengthen what you create with that because you've been through it. And I always think that that is like, that just amplifies the power in 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 what you do like if your experience has driven it because you know you can relate to how other women feel um and even with like guys I think I've spoken most podcast episodes about um the women's circle that Lorraine does and there's there's little events like that all over Dublin um and you can find people on Instagram who host amazing ones I'll actually have a look and I'll link some in the show notes um but just to be able to connect with other people to share experience like I remember you were sitting beside me in the circle and um what Lorraine does is she kind of opens with everyone just tell a little bit of how they're feeling some people are having really good weeks some are really struggling and you had shared about your recent experience and at the end another woman came over to you and just gave you a massive hug and was just like I've been there I I get I I I understand and I can I can empathize with you and I know how it feels and to just have that support especially from women like there's nothing greater than women supporting women and 
it's just yeah so I, I I know that and we'll talk um definitely about your move energized flow because I know that is something that you're so passionate about and it is your why is so strong for for doing that um so yeah thank you for sharing that because I know it's not easy to to open up about something that you're struggling with but does it feel better to share it like has that helped you in yeah yeah absolutely huge Robin like I bottled it up for so do you know what I I didn't actually realize that I was depressed like I didn't I couldn't accept it that was my the biggest thing I I was so angry and bitter for such a long time I was so angry at the world that it's such a horrible word but like I hated everything and everyone around me Mm. like it's and I was just that that space I was in is just so dark and I know people I know mothers and I know you know everyone has can experience that and you need that support around you it was only when my partner said you know something's not right where's my loving bubbly Megan gone like Mm. you know that's what he said and I just broke down Mm. and I was like you're right I said I miss her I miss her so much and I just couldn't put into words that um you know and he he was he said to me he was like she's still there like and really she's still there you just you've got to make time for yourself and that was the truth it was and you know you're rushing around every day and you're doing the cleaning the washing and like looking after everybody and everything around you but you just completely neglect yourself yeah and just without even thinking um so now I suppose the big turnaround for me which is something that um it's just it's an American writer and it's a really simple effect like if anyone wants to try it um it's called the miracle morning yes and this is what yeah like I think most people would have heard about it and it's it's just like I said earlier it's as simple as waking up an hour before you're supposed to and getting down writing your gratitude list that was the biggest shift for me and writing down my journal how I'm feeling that day like what it is that I want to work on doing my to-do lists giving myself a goal every day whether it be training for 15-20 minutes whether it be reaching out to a friend you know arranging a coffee date small little things little wins for myself and just me was just absolutely huge um and another thing Robin I suppose once I acknowledged that I was lonely, like I've gone from being an elite athlete, being in this big bubble of sport, surrounded by people all the time. And then after I got, so I finished playing rugby in 2019, we won the Leinster Rugby Interpose, mm-hmm. like the biggest thing you could, could happen in your career. And I would always remember that last game, 2019. It was incredible. And I then shortly got pregnant after but then everyone just disappears. And this isn't a dig at anyone that I was playing rugby with at all. And I don't want, if anyone is listening, like, <laughs> but no, no one was there for me. It sounds awful, doesn't it? Like even saying it, like I had to, you know, but, I, but then I had to show up for myself and it wasn't anybody else's fault. You know, it was my own fault for letting myself become isolated. And I suppose we all became isolated during COVID. That was like the hardest time ever. Yeah. But I allowed myself then after when the world started open up again to stay isolated and stay in this bubble. And I went back, I went back playing rugby again there about five months ago. 
Um, oh, and it was amazing. Like, I just came alive and everyone was just so welcoming and the team, like the squad was just amazing. And then it was quite funny because I was playing for about three months and then I fell pregnant. <laughs> so I'm, this is my announcement to the world right now. I'm pregnant again now. I'm coming up to my, oh my God, I'm coming up to my 20 week scan. Yeah. I haven't told many people yet. So there you go. Everyone. I know. That's why I'm not saying congratulations because I already knew. I'm not just being like, oh, great. <laughs> I knew. Yeah, I know. You did know. So like, I mean, it feels like, and then, so like, I was on this real high for ages and I was playing and then I fell pregnant. But like, you know, in that space, Robin, so, so I'm going really off track here, but a reason why I brought that up and my pregnancy is because we'd actually been trying for the last two years to get pregnant and nothing was happening. You know, physically, I was in a really good physical state. You know, I'm able to conceive and I and the doctors say, like, I have, a, you know, I'm really, really grateful. I'm really lucky to be able to get pregnant. Um, but it wasn't happening. And we're like, what's going on? But it was because I mentally wasn't in the right headspace mm. to be ready for for another baby yeah it was only when I went back to rugby back to my friends back to implementing all these amazing strategies like making time for myself and friends that I fell pregnant mm. so it's huge mental health is huge to oh yeah your fertility as well as you know you spoke to, to the fit clinic and she's amazing and yeah it's the, it's the foundation the that everything rests on though isn't it um oh Absolutely. And just to go back to what you were saying there, because I was going to ask you what your biggest lesson was in this whole process. But then you you spoke about how just giving back to yourself. And you know what the crazy thing is? This is episode 13. And in every episode, the the people that I'm speaking with, the guests, that if there's been a struggle, if there's been a, a, a journey or something difficult that's been going on and I say, what's your biggest lesson? It is to not forget about me and to give back to me. It is, a, it's such a massive, massive part. And I think as well, it's so important to give yourself grace and be like, it's okay that I forgot for a while. It's okay because I've learned now and also, that th- this whole process will probably make you never forget about yourself again because you will relate it to how you felt when you when you weren't giving yourself that time, and it, it'll just always be that that bit of a priority for you. Um, yeah, massive. I love. Um, I oh my god, I'm obsessed with podcasts and self help self help books. Like a lot of people, like especially at the moment. But I was reading um, Oprah Winfrey's life coach Martha Beck and I think everyone's probably heard this uh the quote where she was saying like when you start to think you're important the world thinks you're important too yeah and I live by that now yeah you know if I'm putting myself out there could be scary there could I had that fear I had that doubt if I'm putting myself out there being myself and then I'll be you know the world will think I'm important as well like you know and, and I suppose you say what's my biggest life lesson um I actually wish one of them would be to care less about what other people think of me mm-hmm. huge I really do and I think that holds me back from sharing a lot more than I than I do yeah I can relate to that so so much it is one of one of the hardest things because you're nearly raised like when you're growing up to, to care what other people think 
And then it, it's really scary when you want to be authentic and show up as you. That fear of like, oh, but what if what if somebody doesn't like that? Or what if somebody thinks I'm weird or they think that's stupid or they don't want to hear that? And and that like I can relate to you so much. That has been something that I have struggled with for a really long time but also when you mentioned Martha Beck there I listened to one of her podcasts where she was talking about integrity and she she also struggled with that and she did an experiment for a year where she was going to never lie to herself so she was only going to honor what she needed and that was saying no to things that didn't feel right for her saying yes to things just not betraying herself anymore, just being completely true to what she wanted and who she was. And I remember listening to that going, oh, wow, I need to do that. I need to start practicing that in my life. And it was just the way she spoke about it. She was like, for years, I have just done what other other people want me to do. I have said yes to things that don't feel right for me. I've given my energy to things that drain me. And of course, there's going to be times in life that we have to do that. And it's it's a little bit of give and take but if we can always just remember the 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 person inside of us that and on honor ourselves like I've experienced it even with the wellness nurse like I so I opened my own clinic um called the lifestyle clinic oh 2018 maybe and it was the first nurse-led clinic one of the first in Ireland who was doing lifestyle medicine so using like our nutrition and our movement and everything to support patients health and I remember when I did it the feedback like I can't tell you how kind and how much people were like oh my god this is brilliant this is such a good idea this is a great thing and I and I was so excited at the time and then I started doing it and I started noticing this little feeling in myself where it was like something's missing something there's I'm a little off kilter here and I'm not sure why this is something I've wanted to do for a really long time but it doesn't feel like I thought it would so I kept going and after doing some some inner work and starting to just connect with me and get to know what I really wanted I it was the wellness element in that like for me a massive part of my health and my well-being was doing this kind of work like meditating was massive for me doing some journaling getting to know connecting with my inner voice and who I am and what's important to me and what I like and it's been something that I've always wanted to teach but I was too afraid because I was like oh well she's a nurse and she she has this evidence-based clinic and how can she go in and do this like woo-woo it's not woo-woo but you know the way some people think it is woo-woo but I was just ignoring that little voice inside me so I can relate a lot to <laughs> the the trying to just step forward into your authentic self and the one thing I will say is when you show up as yourself the people who are meant for you you will connect with and you will reach the people who need what you have to share and it has been like this year for me 2022 has probably been one of the hardest but also one of the best in terms of lessons and growth and like there's nothing more powerful than your authentic self nothing 100% Robin and you put that so beautifully like and it's amazing like congratulations as well to put yourself out there to open that clinic to start with that takes so much courage 
to do so to put yourself out there to start with and like but to realize and learn from your experiences as well and it's huge and like you said like people resonate so much with anything that's authentic and anything that's coming from the heart Um, people feel that people know that and I think it's important for people to you know it's you can only be you can only do your best to be yourself at the end of the day and I've realized that so much more so recently because life is so short Mm. Um, and do you have anything that has helped you with your journey towards authenticity like finding your authentic self is there anything you're doing that's helping you show up yeah massively first of all it was acknowledging what I was feeling was the main one um then understanding how common it is um and what I was experiencing wasn't I wasn't alone in that Hmm. and then the third thing which is I suppose what we're doing now and slowly you know I'm voicing it out loud Hmm. first of all I voiced it to people that I trusted um and then right now it's it's letting go of unrealistic expectations of myself so I'm being realistic with my goals I'm being realistic with my days I'm not setting myself up to fail basically like too many tasks so before like one like a really simple one was like you know I wasn't getting out of bed in the morning and getting washed and dressed like the basics that sounds like a mm. shirt bag but <laughs> no, it doesn't when I was all. at the lowest you know I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning you know mm. I'll get out of my pajamas so simple things like that is getting up in the morning getting washed and dressed like I feel like in this video my nose and I have like highlighter on and like I put my makeup on because putting makeup on and doing my hair whatever makes me feel really good so you know and then I suppose finally is knowing that there is help out there and there is support there always always is support and never feel less than or value value yourself and your feelings enough to ask for ask for help and support yeah 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 that's it and that's nearly like the scariest step is that asking and and just voicing it out loud but like it is the biggest step because once you voice it like you can't change anything if you don't know where you are and like I think that goes for any area of life like unless we are aware of where we are we can't change where we're going we can't move we can't take action so like that is the hardest but the 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 biggest step that you can take is just voicing it out loud um and for anybody listening I know that it, it can be really difficult especially if you're not surrounded by anyone who you feel like you can you can confide in um that's very yeah. true because that's um you know I'm from England my, all my family lives over in England and mm. I didn't really have that support um over here you know and it is it, like you said it's finding finding the people that you really um can feel comfortable around to ask for help is huge and don't be afraid to, to do so like and another thing is like you know, I've realized that all these bad feelings, like they do pass. And for the, any mothers like listen out there, like, you know, there really is light at the end of the tunnel. Like even if being a mother, there feels like there is no end to that tunnel because every day is just so different with the child. And it's just like the most incredible, amazing experience I've ever had. Like 
you know, becoming a mum is just like, I, I never knew I would be so maternal um, mm. until it happened. And, but do you know what I realised as well is um, like, I can have both. You know, I can be the old Megan and be the old yes. person I was. I can still include sport and rugby uh, mm-hmm. into my lifestyle and training and anything that makes you happy and still raise a child. Yeah. Women are able to do way more than we give ourselves credit for. Like, I can juggle working and raising a child, but I didn't think I could. But I'm really grateful for um, a friend of mine, Dylan, who I work with at the Spin and Go in Castle Knock, who gave me the opportunity to be like, come and train with us whenever you like get your confidence up and then I want you to be an instructor like that's your goal and he gave me that goal and I was like right and now I'm a a spin class instructor again a fitness class and I do that once twice a week and I teach and it's incredible and I can't get over the feeling of how happy I am just from from including a bit of work-life balance and I went back to the school there I used to work at as a temp teacher recently and um you know just talking to the girls and the, and the teenagers and you know just being surrounded by different people and different lifestyles um has really given me motivation to be alive and be happy yeah <laughs> crazy. I love I love that you said there that you can do both I think that is pro- like it's, it sounds so simple but it's like you can do both you can do you can be a mom you can still do the things you love. You don't have to choose. And yeah, that, that just stood out to me so much there. I was like, oh my God, yeah, you can do both. So for, for anyone listening to our conversation who is really struggling, who f- is feeling low, who can't see a way out or has are feeling like they've lost themselves, could we give them some advice on what they could do right now to help themselves like what would I have a few that I would probably tips I would give what would you say to anyone listening who's there so the 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 main things that I would say is I said it briefly earlier like so I was listening to the podcast um it's a famous TED talk from Brené Brown I put this on my Instagram post it's the power of vulnerability the main thing I took away from her, I said it before, is is having the courage to show up for yourself every day. Even if it's something really, really small, is it's just giving mm-hmm. yourself that courage. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that's the, mm-hmm. that's the main thing. That's what I'm literally living by. Yeah. And yeah, and I think my advice would be if, for you if you're feeling a bit low or like you've kind of lost yourself is even giving yourself 15 to 20 minutes a day to do something just for you and that could that I think that looks different for everybody depending on where you are and it could be simple things like sitting down in the morning like you mentioned your the miracle morning mine is I just sit down and a meditation helps me kind of quiet my mind and I'm able to just connect with my inner voice and then I notice throughout the day that I can just hear that inner voice a bit more and I can follow nudges and I get like little kind of insights into things that that I love um or like I've I spoke about it on my three biggest lessons 
um podcast but creating more like nice moments I call them five star moments and for me that has been it's just a beach walk it is it is literally one of my favorite things to do and I've I started doing it over the last few months because as I said before I found this year quite hard and I'd go and I would bring coffee with me and I take out my headphones I don't add any more noise to my life and it has given me the space to spend time with me yeah. And I have more clarity. I, I, I go on my way to work and I start my work day with a bit more energy and a bit of a pep in my step. And it seems so small. And like, I remember before, if someone was like to me, please, will you just go for a walk or something? I'd be like, excuse me, <laughs> just go for a walk. I'm like, it, it, it's, it's something so, <laughs> yeah. it's so simple. It's so simple, but it, it's something I love. And I notice how I feel like pay attention to how you feel before mm-hmm. something versus after and just start doing more of those things. Yeah, I love that, Robin. I think like you touched on it, like the smallest, most simplest things is usually the thing, the most things that we take for granted. And it's usually the most things that make us the happiest. You know, it really, yeah. really is. And I think just like you said, is be present in that moment of time of your life. Let it unfold and be present in that moment. I think that's like, you've got no one to impress but yourself. You know, like... And, you know, if you're going to impress anybody, impress you and like, yeah, show do it for you, do it for you, not for anybody else. And there's more to life than what it looks like on the outside, that inner and that's the inner peace, the inner work is just huge. Like life is too short. You have to grasp it. And it's, you know, there's no time I realize now for self-loathing. I feel like I've, part of me feels like I've wasted two years of self-loathing and you know just just not living in the moment and then the other half of me is like you know what no I I have to experience that to come out the other end of it and there's a reason why all this happened and I feel like there's more for me there's there's something bigger coming I don't know what it is yet but I feel Mm. it in my bones and this I'm grateful to be on this podcast because this is the start of it. And I already feel my, you know, my vibrations and my confidence rising just after this conversation. And I'm like, you know what? I thought I'd be bawling, crying throughout the whole thing. But I actually feel really passionate and like motivated to talk more about it. Yeah. And I think, I think that you, you, you have to look at it like that as in like, take what you've learned. It was a period of growth. And I think there is, there is a place for everything we experience and, if we can just shift our perspective to look at things like, okay, that was the shittest and hardest time that I have gone through, but I have more clarity or I I have a lesson from it that I will take into the rest of my life. Like I'm sure you will take into the rest of your life. And when this baby comes and if you have more babies or if there's other hard things, you your lesson of not forgetting about yourself will stick with you throughout whatever else shows up and you need the things that do happen we do we do need them sometimes oh you're 100% like um and yeah no you've you actually just nailed it on the head I have nothing left to kind of say after that like it really is you know it's a huge thing it's not all sunshine and roses all the time but a good chunk of it really is and that's what Mm. keeps us going 
Yeah. And before we finish, what are the goals for Move Energize? Hello, what's the plans? Um, you can say it out loud now. You're I know. Building your momentum. Yeah. Do you know what? I really do have. I do have a vision and a goal for it. Like it's changed a lot because I'm now a mother. I'm going to be a mother of two. Oh, holy Jesus! That's going to be crazy. <laughs> I sounded very Irish then. Holy <laughs> um, yeah. Jesus! Yeah. Like um, so I'm very, very excited for to become a mother again absolutely mm. you know i've come up to 20 weeks and i'm so i can't wait now like at first it was really daunting and uh, i was like oh my god how am i gonna do it because i wasn't in the right space but now i've learned and know what to do and what not to do and yeah it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good journey but i want to use that journey now to put in to move energize glow and create a space for women there is a lot of platforms out there who are doing so in ireland who are amazing and i and i find them really really gives me good inspiration and um, like the likes of empowered mama there's mama well in the uk and they've they give me motivation to do what i want to do is yeah create an online training program for pre and postnatal mothers um and use my experiences through training birth everything and put it all into this program and yeah deliver um fitness workshops retreats the whole shebang like I'm gonna go for it and uh, yes. it might take a year from now it might take two years but I feel like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I, I it's I've been working on move anyways guys geez like for the last I created it inside in 2017 2016 and um it will always be in the back of my head if I don't do something about it do you know, mm. like, I think maybe with you with the yeah. wellness nurse, if you never started yeah. it, you'll always, uh, that'd be like a regret. Like we said, what's your regret? It would be a regret. And I feel 100%. Like- it would be in the, the pit of my stomach, that little nudge all the time. Yeah. Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing yeah. it? And even if it doesn't work, even if it's only a period of time to just enjoy the experience and mm. see see what happens. Yeah, I believe, I really believe in myself now that I have more to give and more to offer to the world. And I'd be Mm. sitting here wasted if I don't do anything about it. I really would. And and, um, so that's, that's my goal. So hopefully, you know, um, is to, to to really focus on pre and postnatal training clients. Yes. Um, It's the main thing. And I, for everyone listening, I'll put Megan's details in the notes so you can find her on Instagram. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed that chat. And I hope, I hope it, uh, I didn't blabber on too much and it resonated. Not at all. <laughs> no. Thank you so, so much. And thank you everyone for listening. And I will talk to you in next week's episode.